What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berta here. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the entrepreneur with children. So how do you grow your business, continue to pursue new things while raising a family? And this has become a little bit more of a challenge because of everything that's going on in the world. So a lot of great content for people looking for just a little bit of balancing of the work and all the business work. So our guest who joins us is, I mean, work in life, but our guest who joins us today is the author of eight popular books on parenting and healthy family life. Our guest has been featured in the Washington Post, Philadelphia Inquirer, Harper's Bazaar, and more. She is here to support families through the current crisis who are juggling a lot of different things that they may not be used to juggling. So our guest who joins us on this episode is none other than Randy Rolf. Randy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. Mark. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here. Randy, it is a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And again, I feel like this is such a big thing that a lot of people are adapting to because it's not really something that everyone's trained to do to have their children around them a lot longer. And for some people, like maybe they homeschool and they're used to this, but this is certainly a big adjustment for a lot of people. So, and even then, like there is this entrepreneurship and this parenting dynamic. So how do we marry the two together? So we are able to grow our businesses, but we don't sacrifice family and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. It's a huge problem right now because it's new to so many people. My husband and I did homeschool our kids by choice uh, years ago, and we did juggle things. Um, we, we were both lawyers, and uh, I was also writing my books at the time and doing a lot of publicity at the time. And we traded off from mother to father to take care of the kids. And one of the best bits of advice I ever got about homeschooling your kids is to stay a parent and trust your children to want to learn. And it's, it's so much in tune with the entrepreneurial approach to life because we do want to learn, we do want to grow our skills, and we can trust that our kids are like that. So if we have a stimulating environment and continue being parents, just like when they were toddlers and we helped them learn and move, um, that's what we need to do. And so this is forcing a lot of people to kind of reboot their parenting and take a second look at it and uh, decide how they wanted to arrange their home, arrange their schedule, and still be on top of their business. And I think for a lot of people, a big issue is scheduling. So I'm wondering if you could just give us an example, maybe a typical day of homeschooling or maybe something you've seen with uh, someone recently who maybe you're helping them uh, be there as a parent, but also grows an entrepreneur. What does a schedule look like from wake up to bed and obviously all the fun details in between? Yes, yeah, sure. It's, it's critical to have a good schedule. First of all, to communicate with your family. What are they comfortable with? Not just be autocratic and say, you know, you're doing this then and this then. Um, the, so the, the start of the day should, as much as possible, have breakfast together. Make sure everybody gets some good protein to normalize their 
their day and their energy and um, decide when is a good time to wake up. Now, if it's entrepreneur, you want to check all your email before the kids wake up, that's fine. Uh, but you want to set the family schedule. Once they're up, you need to spend enough time with them to, to launch them on their day. And what's beautiful about homeschooling is it doesn't take anywhere near as much time. You don't have to line up and move from one class to another and get your stuff out of the locker and all of that kind of stuff. So we, when we homeschooled, school was basically three hours instead of seven or eight. And then the kids could really take uh, time to explore things they wanted to explore or run around outside. Uh, when my son got impatient with his lessons, I, I told him, go run around the house three times. And when he did, he'd come back ready to study again. It was amazing. So trust your kids that they need to move, but they, they also can settle down if you're sensitive to what they're doing. So if there's two parents in the house, you, you need to trade off time so you both can get done what you've got to get done. And make clear to the kids, when is their study time? And when are they free to do their reading or their Facebook or their videos or, or play outside? Uh, so is that, is that helpful? Then, uh, for, then have dinner together if you possibly can, because it's That's a wonderful big. time to build communication and involve them in the food preparation. They're much more likely to eat whatever you want them to eat if they've helped prepare it. And then be sure they know what their bedtime is. And I remember when I was a kid, I used to say, oh, but there's this great show on at nine o'clock. <laughs> and yeah, you can make exceptions, but have a presumption uh, so that you don't have to argue every day. And uh, kids don't like to be bossed around, but they do listen to reason. So you can trust them. So I hope that helps answer the question. I mean, there's just so much there. And I love how with this setup and a homeschool setup, or maybe you're a parent who's adapting to what's going on now, you have the ability for customization. I mean, in college, if there was extra time, I'd like walk around or slip in a mile in between a class if there was enough time for that. But it's that added customization where like, okay, just run around three times and then come back. Like it's, you don't see that type of customization at all. And it's really good to have it. I am interested in how like the three hour school days, like how does that work? Because, you know, just in this traditional school system, there's math, science, social studies, English, maybe you throw in a foreign language and I'm definitely forgetting something. Uh, but how do you squeeze all of that in, in three hours a day? And I'm assuming weekends off. Yes, weekends off for sure. And uh, the, I let the kids do a lot on their own. I would assign them things to do. And what I found was if, if they had a particular interest, you can gravitate all their, the reading and the writing and the math around that subject. Like my daughter, she's a hydrogeologist now, and she was interested in the um, environment. So she read books about the environment, Africa, the, the uh, icebreakers and all of that kind of stuff. But she also learned about statistics, how to count the deer in the forest, uh, the bugs on the, the uh, beehive. And, uh, and my son was interested in cars. So he read a 400 book 
uh, a 400 page book about how to put a car back together. And uh, so it's really, you talk about customization, you can actually make progress showing the kids why they need these different topics when when they're focused on something they're really interested in. So again, that, that really goes along with the entrepreneurial mindset of following your skills and your passions, uh, even during school. And one of the things that my husband and I felt like by the time we finished senior year or high school, we weren't we'd lost to our passion. We didn't know what we wanted to do with our lives because we had been so regimented the whole time. And that's mm. one of the reasons we homeschooled. We wanted to save our kids 10 years of unlearning. And uh, right. so it's, it's, it's a new opportunity to uh, think about education. Education is a rather new invention as, as a, something everybody has to do the same. And we're learning that kids learn differently. They're interested in different things. So it is actually an opportunity to give them uh, more freedom, but still get them to learn what they need to learn. So there's lots, at, when we were doing it, there wasn't as much online, but there were still curricula and workbooks you could get. Today, there's so many different curricula. And whatever state you're in, uh, they have curricula that you can download, you know, a 10th grade math book or a 10th grade grammar book or, you know, the best reading list for a sixth grader. So those are very easy to find online. So as an entrepreneur, you need to take a little time to do your research to make sure they're covering their basic lessons for their grade level. Because um, that is a big concern of educated mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. They, they don't want their kids to fall behind. You know, if they go back to school in a year or two, they, they want them to, to be up to, to level. I really love the customization, how you get clear on what the kid wants to do and then you create something around it. And I can definitely see that where it's like, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, you're learning the same stuff, but like a little more advanced each time. And if it becomes too regimented and you don't really give people to expand to their customizations or think for themselves, it is more difficult for them to figure out what they want to do. Then they go into college, they eat up a ton of debt, and then they go out and they're like, what do I do with my life now? And that's, I mean, there are exceptions, but it, it, does, it is a situation that does happen to a lot of people. And with the planning you do for, because I want to be, I want to like, you know, quantify this, get more clear and like behind the scenes work because you were mentioning like all the customization, all the lesson prep, but how long does that take you? Because that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs, maybe they're thinking of the homeschool, like making it more long-term or maybe they're in the thick of it now. What is the time on that prep? Mm, okay. Well, I think um, the entrepreneur has to be very careful to have their time for work and meet the kids needs. And so if you have like, uh, you know, 40 minute, segments where they're working on the, the math part of their projects or the, the writing part of the projects or the reading part of the projects 
or um, they're doing some science. Uh, things like art, they can do while you're doing other stuff. And, and you can be doing your research or reading or online while they're doing their stuff, if they have an assignment that you've given them. So um, best, of course, kids do best in the morning. And a lot of us do best with our businesses, too. So um, you might think of it as a break to be with the kids, uh, like get them going on doing some reading um, from 9 to 10 while you're getting started on your stuff and then come together for half an hour and see what they need to do next and let them go for another hour. Um, there's also many more courses online. Actually, my daughter took a chemistry course, a college chemistry course online when she was in high school, homeschool. Um, and uh, that would, that was, uh, it was difficult to <laughs> a college course for a 15-year-old, uh, but um, she did complete it. And so you can also find those, those for them. And you can also assign them, and if they're in high school, to find a course. And of course, you need to vet it. And that's really important, vetting these sources for your kids. But then um, if you like what they've found, then you can say, okay, you do one of these a day. And most, most online courses aren't more than uh, 25, 30 minutes. So you can, uh, you, you need to learn how to balance. Uh, I don't believe in multitasking. Uh, the more multitasks you try to do, the less you get done and the less focus and the less creativity. So you do need to, to jump back and forth. But, but mothers have learned that uh, historically and fathers can definitely pick it up as well to think in terms of half an hour, 45 minutes, you know, if you're, you're reading something or you're doing your email or you're, you're uh, posting something and, and then get back to the kids for half an hour, make sure they're doing what they want to do. So I think, I think you can really uh, balance it that way rather than say, okay, the kids are nine to 12 and I'm one to seven. Uh, you don't have to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's just really important to think about some of the prep you have to do in advance and multitasking. It's a mess. Don't try it. Uh, there, it's just better to be locked in on a certain task and then go from there. And I know we've been talking about the, uh, the teaching aspect a lot and parenting, but sometimes it's just one of the things I heard about recently was, I don't know if it was Twitter or it was one of these companies where normally the people work in the, like, you know, the building, but now they have to work at home. And part of working at home is you're now working eight hours a day like you're supposed to, but now you got your two-year-old or like child at home. So how can we also get better just de-stressing a little bit? Because as a parent, you're supposed to love your child, but at the same time, uh, you have the work to do. And we've sort of talked about some of this stuff already, but the stress piece, I feel like we haven't covered yet. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. For sure. Um, that's a big, big part of how you need to plan your day. And it's, it's so true that uh, um, people, more people are all, not only have their kids at home, but they are doing more work at home. And this is uh, many people I've talked to, including my daughter, say they actually get more done in a shorter time at home because there's less distraction and uh, more focus. And so you may be able to do the same amount of work in a shorter time, 
but also with kids, they're more of a distraction and there's a worry that they're not doing what they should be done, doing and maybe you haven't quite found your balance at home yet either. So the stress level, uh, I always look to lifestyle. You, you need to have that good breakfast I mentioned. You need to get enough sleep and that's why getting that schedule is so important. And uh, many people like uh, my, my son and his wife just had a little baby. They're not getting a lot of sleep right now. Uh, but, um, and maybe we won't have really as much sleep as we need for these months in here. It's crazy. But you really do need to get a minimum of seven and a half sleep, hours of sleep to keep your immune system strong and your brain clear. Uh, so that and sometimes that's tough. A lot of entrepreneurs in general don't get that much sleep, but it pays off in the long run because your creative neurons and your um, alertness and focus are better with rest. So regular rest, that's another thing uh, to, to take a break. That's why dinner can be such a good break and have fun making the salad or throwing the rice in the pot. Uh, chopping up the ham or whatever, um, really is, uh, it, when I was in law school, that was, my hobby was cooking. So I wouldn't use recipes because I didn't want to do any more reading, no more numbers. Um, and so you, you need to find out what works for you and talk to your family about it. But um, knowing, first of all, just letting people express their stress what are your concerns? What are you are you feeling scared right now? Asking your kids those questions, age appropriate questions, is really important because they know when you're stressed, and so you can't hide that from your kids. So you really need to tell them it's not their fault mm -hmm. if you're acting a little weird. That's really important because otherwise they'll blame themselves. Um, and to really look after the lifestyle of the kids and the family and yourself. That makes sense. Yeah, I love that. I feel like there are so many people who they don't fully communicate the stress they're going through. They just internalize and then people can misinterpret like I am the cause of the stress or something that could really tear our relationship just because of a miscommunication. So it is important to communicate all the thoughts. And you know, if you are stressed, to back away a little bit, explain, like let people know what's going on. That's just a really good way to deal with it. Don't try and hide it. Just let it out and just explain all the context to it. And I think this is just a really good time to think about the customizations you can make and get closer to the family. So I feel like there's been so many helpful insights sprinkled throughout this episode. For people who want to find you and follow all of your work, where do you suggest we go? Oh, I, my website is randyrolfe.com, R-A-N-D-Y-R-O-L-F-E, and there's a wealth of information there. My books are there. Uh, my Facebook is, uh, I actually have a healthy health Facebook and also a, a parenting group that they can join if they like. We'll have links available in the show notes of this episode. Randy, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, Mark. You're helping a lot of people be successful. Thank you for the pleasure of being here.